You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. You are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is the weekend, and it is time for the New England Patriots to take on the Dallas Cowboys Sunday, October 17th, 425 p.m., as the Patriots look to make it two victories in a row and hopefully move to 3-3 three and three on the 2021 NFL season. Patriots fans, thank you for joining me here on this weekend episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast. And most of all, thank you for making Locked On Patriots your first listen each and every day. My name is Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriot Maven of Sports Illustrated. I am also your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed and very much appreciated. So share that feedback and send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there doing some weekend wandering through that Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, it is not going to be an easy time in New England on Sunday. Your New England Patriots enter this Week 6 matchup with the Dallas Cowboys with a record of 2-3. and three. The Cowboys coming in with a record of 4-1, and one, and boy are they prolific on both sides of the ball. The Cowboys imploring a stout front seven, a very much improved secondary with cornerback Trayvon Diggs leading the way with six interceptions. And of course, on the offensive side of the ball, quarterback Dak Prescott leading an impressive group of offensive skill position players, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb at the receiver position, Dalton Schultz at tight end, and then of course, a prolific pair of running backs in Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. So it is going to be a tall task for sure. But there is a way that the Patriots can pull out a victory. And here today on the pod, my good friend Steve Balistrieri of PatsFans.com joins me to preview this Sunday's episode. We'll dissect this one from a Pats perspective, from a Cowboys perspective, and each of us will provide our game prediction as to how Sunday's Week 6 matchup will shake out. An action-packed agenda, lots to get to, so without further ado, folks, my good friend Steve Balistrieri of PatsFans.com joins me here on the hot seat when this game day preview episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, we're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit, just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
Patriots fans, after a brief shuffling of the schedule here on Locked On Patriots, we are fortunate enough to get a Friday visit from our resident voice of reason. And boy, do we need that voice of reason, especially with a prolific team like the Dallas Cowboys coming in at four and one, ready to invade Gillette Stadium on Sunday, 425 p.m. as the Dallas Cowboys take on your New England Patriots. And here today to help us break it all down is one of the best and most knowledgeable columnists that you'll find anywhere in Patriots media. You know his great work from PatsFans.com, as well as being the co-host of not one but two amazing podcasts, Patriots 4th and 2 and 1 Patriots Place. He is my Patriots Paisan, and despite what he'll tell you, he's worthy of every bit of the praise he gets and then some. Steve Balistrieri joins me here today. Bud, welcome back to Locked On Patriots. Great to have you here on a Friday. Yes, and I appreciate the offer to come on on a Friday, talk, you know, the break down the game a little bit. And, you know, uh, I'll never turn down an opportunity to talk some football with you. <laughs> I love it. And you know what? We'll never miss an opportunity to get your wisdom and counsel here on the airwaves of Locked On Patriots each and every week. It's something our listeners look forward to very much. It's something I look forward to very much. And we always value your opinion and your insight because, like I said, my friend, I find you second to none when it comes to Patriots coverage. And really, uh, this is a great opportunity for us to be able to really get into what I think has the chance to be a very intriguing matchup for New England. And you know, bud, the Dallas Cowboys coming in at four and one, uh, definitely an improved season from a year ago. Uh, Dak Prescott shaking off a lot of that uh, worry and a lot of that concern about maybe him not being the same quarterback after a horrific injury in 2020. But he has really come in and played extremely well. And the Dallas Cowboys, as a result of it, are looking like the team that a lot of people thought they could be. They're really prolific on both sides of the ball. This is going to be a tough matchup for the Patriots any way you slice it. And, you know, but I guess we'll start on the offensive side of the ball because a lot of people are wondering how is Mac Jones and this running attack with a makeshift offensive line, uh, you know, with players that are starting to come into their own but really not maybe playing up to a level of expectation that a lot of Patriots players had for them earlier this season, how are they going to be able to score on this Dallas defense? And, I guess we'll start with the running game because things haven't really gone according to plan this season for the Patriots runners. Uh, Damian Harris, obviously, is still the feature back. He's had his issues. At times, he's been able to rip some pretty good runs, but there have been ball security issues. And, of course, last week, him exiting the game with a uh, – um, a rib injury. Uh, luckily, he's back on the practice field, was back on the practice field on Thursday, I should say. Still a limited participant, so folks, it's not a slam dunk that we're going to see Damian on the field on uh, on Sunday, but right now it seems to be trending in a positive direction, which is good. I mean, definitely when you're day-to-day and your x-rays check out okay, it definitely uh, is, is good news, regardless of whether he suits up on Sunday or not. His long-term prognosis seems to be good. Now, at the same time, Dallas ranks fifth in the league against the run. They're allowing just 79 yards per game. So this is going to be a very challenging um, defense to run on, but it can be had. Uh, there are ways to be able to find cracks in the seams and be able to get in uh, to the, uh, the Dallas run game. And I think it may be imperative for the Patriots to try to establish the run early. Steve, in your analysis, looking at this game, looking at Dallas, the way they're constituted, is that a good strategy for the Patriots? And if so, how can they do it? 
Well, I think it, it'll, it'll be tough because of, you know, the, the Patriots are still missing a lot of pieces on their offensive line. So, and, you know, I give Dallas credit. I think they're, they're good. Their front seven is good against the run. But, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions about that defense, and we'll get into that. But I'll start with the, uh, you know, the running game. I, you know, like, as you mentioned, they're only allowing 79 yards a game, fifth best in the league. But you, you look at the yards per carry, it's 4.2, which is kind of, you know, middle of the road in terms of NFL. I think, you know, when you look at this, part of the reason why that – and I'm not taking anything away from them. I want to make sure you understand that. Um, I think they're good. I, I mentioned that. But when teams have to abandon the run because of that Dallas offense that you mentioned right at the outset, it kind of takes them out of the running game. I mean, so, you know, you're playing catch-up. All of a sudden you're down by a couple of scores, and you have to start opening it up. I think that the Patriots could be able to run on this team. I, I think it's going to be dependent on, you know, starting early and, and making some holes in there. And, you know, it's, it's imperative that you get those blockers to the second level. But, again, you mentioned, you know, uh, Damian Harris might be out this week. If he's, if he's not able to go, I think it's going to really make it tough for them to rely on, you know, Ramondre Stevenson, who's still a rookie, and Brandon Bolden, J.J. Taylor to kind of pick up the slack. But, you know, I think the key in this is they have to start early and stick with it. And, of course, that's dependent on the defense, you know, staying firm. But I do think this Dallas defense isn't quite as stout against the run as their stats would say. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm glad that you mentioned that uh, Dallas, a lot of teams that are playing Dallas because of their prolific offense and then putting points up right away on the board, it forces teams to abandon the run and they have to use the pass in order to play catch up. So that is a good uh, in piece of insight, folks. When you're watching this game on Sunday, if Dallas gets out to a strong start and the Patriots don't have the luxury of being able to utilize the running game to try to get traction on the ground and be able to find a little bit of uh, rhythm in their offense, that may be the reason why Dallas uh, is very prolific at being able to put points up. So that, that's a good point, Stephen. I'm glad that you mentioned that. The other thing is that the Patriots may be limited in their ability to run the football because of the personnel that they have out there, not just because of the fact that Damian Harris is a wild card right now and we don't know whether or not he's going to be able to go in this game. That leaves you with a core of J.J. Taylor, leaves you with a core of Brandon Bolden, and of course, the rookie Ramondre Stevenson um, fumbling in his first game. We saw him spend a lot of time on that Belichickian version of double secret probation, but he had to come out and he had to be active on uh, Sunday against the Texans. 23 yards on 11 carries, not exactly a stat sheet that's going to light you up, but he didn't see much action until the latter part of the game either. So Patriots right now, if they are going to be thin at the running back position, they also have to be cognizant of the fact that they still may be, meaning the Patriots, may be without a couple of their starting offensive linemen. Once again, Isaiah Wynn still remains on the COVID-19 list, at least at the time that we're recording this, folks. So if Isaiah is active, there's still no guarantee that he's going to be in game shape enough to be able to come back and make a contribution. So if that's the case and he's out, Shaq Mason continues to be listed with an abdomen injury. He's limited in his participation. So 
if those guys are out, the Patriots run game may be a little bit compromised. So again, but excellent points, uh, excellent insight, and we'll continue to take a look and see what happens. And if the Patriots are compromised when it comes to the running game and they're unable to go, uh, you know, and utilize that uh, uh, to the best of their ability, that essentially puts the onus squarely on Mac Jones and the passing offense. And this is an opportunity for the Patriots to maybe test this Dallas secondary a little bit. There's still some problems that they have in the secondary, but one of the things they've cleaned up is having that ball hawking type of cornerback that goes out and has a nose for the football. And Trayvon Diggs has done that as well as anyone. I know he hasn't practiced the last couple of days, but Mike McCarthy met with the media on uh, Thursday didn't seem too concerned about it. So until someone tells me otherwise, I'm thinking Diggs is going to be in there. And if he is in there, he can definitely get after the, the, uh, the ball. He's got six interceptions. He's got an interception in at least every game that Dallas has played this year. Steve, like I said, I think there's a chance for the Patriots to be able to test the secondary, but Mac is going to have to be very careful testing the secondary down the field because the Cowboys can make plays. I mean, I know Diggs has six of their 10 interceptions, but they still have four coming from other, uh, you know, sources on the, uh, the team in the secondary. How concerned should Patriots fans be about them having to go pass heavy in this game, considering what Dallas' defense has been very good at, which is forcing turnovers. Yeah, it, it's something you have to be aware of. And, it, and you know, the, this Dallas defense reminds me a lot of that Patriots team back in 2011. You know, they, they gave up a lot of yards in the air, but they were a ball-hawking bunch, and they were able to keep the score low. And, you know, Mac Jones, uh, he's turned it over five times of an interception so far this year. So it's something he's going to have to be aware of. I, if I'm Dallas, I think I put Diggs, which I believe with you, I, I think Diggs plays on Sunday. But, you know, we'll see. But if mm-hmm. I'm Dallas, I put Diggs on Jacoby Myers. I know they usually match him up with the speediest guy on the uh, opposition. But, you know, when you look at the, this Patriots team, it kind of the passing game – runs through Jacoby Myers first before anybody else. And it, if, uh, I, I would be interested to see if they put Diggs on Myers because that would be a great matchup to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to continue that quick passing game, you know, the quick slants, the quick crossers that they do to protect Mac Jones because they've had troubles in pass protection. Um, but to me, I think this week, you have to go with your tight ends, especially Hunter Henry. You have to attack the seams. And especially when you get in the red zone, you're facing a Dallas team that's been very prolific, as you said, you know, right at the outset. If Nick Folk is kicking four field goals on Sunday, that's not going to bode well for this team. So they, they have to finish in the red zone. And I can't think of a better guy or better guys, I should say, than Hunter Henry and John Smith. And, and, you know, I mentioned earlier there's some misconceptions about Dallas's defense, and I think their pass defense is another one. Teams are, because they're playing catch-up, they're throwing the ball almost 42 times a game against Dallas. So, yeah, they're giving up 311 yards a game. And, yes, you can throw on them, but just it's not quite as easy as some people were saying in the media. I saw where somebody said that Mac Jones is going to have a field day. I think that's putting the cart before the horse 
just a little bit in this game. I think it's going to be a little tougher than that. Yeah, I know the piece you're referring to. And folks, it got a lot of traction. It got a lot of clicks, which I'm sure that's exactly what they were looking for. But uh, yeah, that's one of those where you want to try to either delete that or sweep that under the rug or kind of, you know, issue like a caveat on top of it. Uh, That's not necessarily going to be the case, especially when it comes to Dallas and their ability to be able to, uh, you know, protect, uh, you know, and get after the passer. Dallas can get pressure on the passer and with protect. Uh, obviously it's going to be uh, um, up to the Patriots to be able to provide it and they've had their issues with pass protection like you said so this is not going to be an easy game for the Patriots offense in terms of being able to put points up they have the chance to do it and again if play action can be something that Mac Jones can utilize very well like he did against the Texans then all of a sudden it opens up so much um, earlier today I had the opportunity to speak with our good friends at uh, New Center Maine uh, here with uh, Lock on Patriots and with Tegman we have a partnership through them and I uh, mentioned to Sam Rogers that I thought Hunter Henry was going to be the X factor in this game for the Patriots I'm actually going to backtrack on that a little bit right now and I'm actually going to say that I think John Smith has the chance to be the X factor in this game because Henry and um Mac Jones are developing quite the synergy. I wrote about it a little bit this week. You've written a little bit about it for patsfans.com uh, and the great coverage that you provided this week for uh, for this game. And they're developing that synergy. They seem to be coming into their own. And it looks like Mac and um, and uh, uh, Hunter are starting to uh, really enjoy playing alongside one another. But Smith has been a little bit slow to develop. And that's caused some negativity on social media and people saying that, oh, well, when's he going to show up? This could be the game where you see Hunter, where you see John o. Smith show up. If he can run those jet sweeps out of the backfield that he did so well last year and in previous years, and something that we saw the Patriots practice a lot in uh, training camp and in the preseason, this could be the game to do it, especially if they're going to be limited in their rushing attack. They're going to want some presence in the backfield. And to be honest with you, of all of the guys they have that are capable of catching passes, John Smith is probably the most productive at being able to do that. So if they can get both he and Hunter Henry going this week, could be a really, really good weekend for tight end. And Jinclair, I know you're listening to this. She's smiling big when we're talking about tight end. And you know she's going to love it if both uh, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith can show the world what they're capable of doing um, on uh, a pretty big stage. And I want to say the biggest national stage. But uh, there's going to be a lot of eyes on this game uh, on uh, at 425, especially being broadcast on Fox. This should be a good one. And, uh, Steve, we've only scratched the surface on this because we've talked a lot about offensive strategy and what the Patriots may need to do. But ultimately, this may come down to whether or not that Patriots defense can put any pressure and ultimately marginally disrupt what Dak Prescott and this prolific offense of the Dallas Cowboys can do. Can it be done? Yes, difficult, but not impossible. And Steve and I are going to get into that in just a moment when this Friday episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, Built Bar, the most delicious, healthy protein bar you've ever tried, has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, and I have folks, believe me when I tell you, there are a lot of you out there, they are passionate about their favorites. If you don't know about the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. But the best part of Built Bar is not even just the delicious flavors they provide. It's the fact that in addition to them being delicious, they're also one of the most healthy treats available today. 
Each built Bar has between 17 and 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories per bar, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and all healthy. Flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, love that name, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and so much more. When you want a treat that's not only pleasing to your palate, but also great for your health, don't delay, do it today. Make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Visit Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Patriots fans, the great Steve Balistrieri joins me here today to help preview Sunday's matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and your New England Patriots. 4.25 p.m. start time, Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, Massachusetts. And Steve, we all know that Dallas has that explosive offense. And Dak Prescott and the passing game get a lot of the attention here. But the Cowboys are still pretty good at running the football as well. And Dallas has two running backs, and a lot of times people forget that. They automatically think of Zeke Elliott, and he's been great. Uh, there's no question about it. But they have two running backs right now, and you wrote about this uh, for PatsFans.com earlier this week, that are averaging better than five yards per carry. Ezekiel Elliott has five rushing touchdowns, 452 yards, but Tony Pollard is not exactly uh, you know, an afterthought when it comes to running the football. He's pretty effective as well, 325 yards on the ground. 6.4 yards per average on 51 attempts. This is a team that is capable of moving the ball on the ground consistently. The Patriots, on the other hand, have not been as good against the run as I think a lot of us had hoped, although they are coming off of a pretty good game against the Texans and being able to stop the run. I think the Patriots, what they need to do is go back to doing what they look to do against Tampa Bay. They're going to have to allow some rushing yards. They're going to have to flood the field with extra defensive backs, try to take away Dak Prescott's passing lanes. But with a team that has two running backs that are capable of ripping serious runs, there is a danger in that. Steve, when you look at the Patriots' ability to try to stop the Dallas Cowboys' rushing attack, how do you think they look to do that this weekend? Well, I think, you know, it's as you said, easier said than done. I went back, and I know it, you know there's a lot of different personnel now, but I, I went back and looked at that game a couple of years ago, two years ago, when Dallas was here, you know, um, uh, kind of late November time frame there. And, you know, of course, the, the weather was a big factor. Uh, uh, I was actually at that game. The, it was pouring rain. It was very windy. It was raw. But, you know, the Patriots, they did a great job of varying, you know, they, they mixed up their looks, they mixed up their personnel, and they did a really good job, I thought. Uh, the same, they, they had basically the same game plan. They were going to give, you know, Elliott and Pollard some, uh, some yardage underneath, but they were going to flood, you know, the, the, uh, the passing lanes with defensive backs. And, and when they mixed it up, I thought they did a tremendous job. I think they need to do that again. Um, but, you know, that offensive line of Dallas has really hit its stride. The last four games that, uh, after that opener at Tampa Bay, where they, I think they only gained like 60 yards on the ground that game. But since that game, they're averaging 201 yards a game on the ground the last four weeks. I mean, that's, 
that's a running game that's crushing it, and it opens up all kinds of avenues. I think the Patriots have to do basically the same game plan they ran against Tampa, they ran against Dallas in the past. They're going to have to, you know, put more um, defensive backs on the field. I think this is a big week for a guy like Jamie Collins because mm-hmm. I, when I rewatched that game, you know, from a couple of years ago, Jamie Collins had a really, really big game. But it all starts with those guys up front because guys like Lawrence Guy, Christian Barmore, Dev, Davon Godchuk, they need to step up and play big boy football on Sunday. If they can slow things down at the point of attack, I think they, they'll be able to slow it down enough. Dallas is going to get his yards. We all know mm-hmm. that. But, you know, if they can get them out of consistent third and short, then they have a chance to uh, – slow this team down. No one's been able to do it yet, but they have a shot at it. And if there's anybody that can do that, it's Bill Belichick. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you made that point because they do have the personnel to be able to do it just like they did a couple of years ago when they played this team. And Jamie Collins coming back into this uh, fold is very interesting. Collins has the ability to play in multiple uh, defensive sets. He knows this defense as well as anyone that's playing it right now, save for maybe a guy like Dante Hightower, who showed that he can be a force in run defense. And I think he's going to be a big factor in this game as well. You mentioned Lawrence Guy, Devon Godchow, Christian Barmore. I think this has the ability to be maybe a breakout game for Barmore. His ability to push the pocket earns him more playing time. He's taking more snaps each and every week. He's being such a big factor in the interior of that defensive line in the absence of someone like Henry Anderson, who was brought in here to be able to help stuff the run and be able to push the pocket. Pocket. Barmore has done that so well in Henry's absence being out on uh, um, on injured reserves. So good, uh, you know, absolutely, a, definitely a step in the right direction for the Patriots when it comes to their ability to defend the run. But like you said, it's easier said than done. They have to keep them out of third, uh, you know, down situations. They have to be able to control what they need to do up front and not allow Elliott and Pollard to control the tempo of the game on the ground for Dallas, because if they're controlling the tempo of the game, it's probably a sign that they're either up or that Dallas is really being able to find a rhythm in its passing game. And that could be uh, a really disastrous thing for the Patriots. If that happens early, Uh, if they get off to a start, like they got off to against Houston last week, this is going to be a very long weekend in Foxborough, a very long day. I should say in Foxborough, Uh, it's just not going to uh, turn out the same way as it did last week against the Houston Texans team that essentially, you know, kind of shot itself in the foot for a lot of uh, uh, all intents and purposes. And the Patriots found themselves uh, in an ability to capitalize. Dallas is not going to do that this time around. That leads me quite nicely into my final question for you this time, bud. And ultimately we mentioned Dak Prescott and we mentioned what the Cowboys can do and they can put points on the board abundantly uh, and they can do so very quickly. Um, Right now, Dallas on a four-game winning streak. They've scored 36 or more points in each of their last three games. Dak Prescott, 13 touchdowns, three picks, 116.9 passer rating this season on average. And he's got a lot of people that he can throw the ball to. I mean, there's no question about it. Amari Cooper has had a great season so far. CeeDee Lamb has looked excellent. Cedric Wilson as a third option has looked very good as well. They're all averaging better than 12 yards per catch. And then you take a look at the tight ends that he's got at his disposal. Uh, Dalton Schultz has been great. Blake Jarwin, 
uh, has been uh, uh, very good as well coming out of that. So when you look at what this Patriots defense needs to do to keep the passer in check, that's going to be a lot on rushing the passer. And that's going to be, um, you know, very key for guys like Matt Judon, obviously. Kyle Van Noy plays a big role into that as well, not even so much getting after the passer, but how he's able to set up the defense, set the edge, and give uh, those linebackers a chance to pin their ears back and get after the passer. Also in the secondary, J.C. Jackson's going to have a lot of eyes on him. He could end up being an X factor in this game if he's matched up with Amari Cooper. Hopefully Jalen Mills will be able to go in this game. You saw what the Patriots' outside corner looked like last week with Jawan Williams. Uh, folks, just not a pretty sight. And, uh, you know, obviously the Cowboys may look to exploit that. Steve, is there any chance that the Patriots can keep this passing game in check if they start to get into a rhythm? Or do the Patriots have to essentially take that Prescott out of the game early on to have any chance to be able to hold this Dallas team uh, to a few – few enough points in order to make this one interesting well i think you know the key for the for the patriots defense is to get pressure with their front without having to resort to blitzing if they can do that and a guy i'm looking for this week i i mentioned jamie collins matthew judon but far more in the middle every week he's been getting a little bit better he's facing a lot of double teams and uh you know that's interesting to see for a rookie but, you know, he hasn't really got home yet, but he's getting closer and closer. This could be a big week for him. If he can bring the pressure right up the middle and, you know, make Prescott get rid of the ball before, you know, he wants to go through all his progressions and, you know, he can push the ball down the field, that'll be a big, big factor for the Patriots. I think, you know, uh, Baltimore is the guy that they're going to have to, and, and you hit the nail on the head, they really need Jalen Mills back. Um, you know, to match up well. It's going to be a tough one, but they've done it and they've proved they can do this. They've done it in the past with Prescott, but I think the key is you have to defeat Prescott. Um, you, you have to get the pressure on him and, you know, force him off his spot. Uh, because if he has time to throw, there's just too many weapons for them to cover. You know, besides those guys, I think this week, uh, if I'm looking at an X factor for the the Patriots to keep an eye on, it's Schultz, because you know um, you know we know they're going to try to take away C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. but somebody's going to have to cover Schultz, who's, as you said, he's had a big year, and you know if you're trying to bring pressure on the quarterback, as you know, tight end is the quarterback's best friend, so I, I think he's going to be the X factor. If Schultz has a big game, then uh, they may struggle a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I know a lot of people are going to point to the fact that the Patriots' numbers against tight ends are better this year than they were last year. Defending tight ends was always a little bit of an Achilles heel for this defense, especially minus Patrick Chung last year having opted out uh, for COVID. Now Patrick is retired and he's not in that lineup anymore. But the Patriots still have guys that are capable of doing that. You're going to need a big game from Kyle Duggar in that regard. Going to need a big game from Adrian Phillips. Adrian has showed up in every game he's played so far and continues to play a huge role. Patriots are playing a lot of that big nickel 
big dime type defensive, uh, you know, front uh, the defensive front, excuse me, that big time, uh, you know, big nickel, big um, dime defensive uh, schemes that they're playing with the three safeties. I think you're going to need to see that in order to be able to defend against a guy like uh, Dalton Schultz. And that is really, I think, easier said than done because Dalton is having a great season, but the Patriots need to be wary of that. And I agree with you. I think that's going to be a, a very big factor in this game. If Dalton is getting his catches and he's advancing the football and Dak Prescott can utilize him in that fashion, again, it could be a, a very, very long day for the New England Patriots uh, in, uh, um, in Foxborough on Sunday. Before I let you go, my friend, quickly, uh, your key to victory for the Patriots, your key for them to end up going the other way, and what's your game prediction on Sunday? Well, I, th- I think, you know, this week it's imperative. Two things. No turnovers this week. They've been turning the ball over far too often. And I, I think they have to finish every time they get in the red zone. As I mentioned before, I mean, this Dallas offense can put up a lot of points. And if, if you're kicking field goals, that's just – it's not a conducive way to, to get a win. And, you know, that's the big uh, – you know, that's the big one for me is those two – I know, we, you know, we already talked about what they need to do offensively and defensively, but it comes down to that. They have to protect the football. They have to score in the red zone. And, you know, I think, you know, for a team that's rebuilding like the Patriots are with a rookie quarterback, this is a big measuring stick game for them. And, you know, we've seen Bill Belichick come up with these gems of game plans, and I think he'll do that. I think he's going to come up with a great game plan. I'm just concerned that the offense hasn't got to that level yet where you know this is a game where they can keep pace and I'm worrying about turnovers in this game but you know and again with Dallas we've seen this for a very very long time they start off really really strong and all of a sudden you know they go on on the road in a big game and you know they drop the ball and this could be another one of those but I I think this time Dallas, the Patriots will hold them under what they've been averaging. And I think Dallas gets a late score and pulls away 28-17. Interesting. And I think a lot of people are joining you in that regard. Uh, We'll hear my game prediction in just a moment here on Locked On Patriots, folks. But, uh, Steve, you always lend that level-headed wisdom and counsel that we need. Sometimes it's not always what Patriots fans want to hear, but I think you definitely make an interesting point on this one. And again, uh, I think it is, it's going to come down to game planning folks, but it's going to come down to whether or not you have the personnel to execute that game plan. Can the Patriots do it? Well, we'll find out if they can do it on Sunday. But in the meantime, my friend, thank you so much for stopping by the pod today. Not your usual day here on Locked On Patriots, but you always bring it. And the insight that you have brought to our show today is definitely going to make a lot of Patriots fans smarter and more well-informed as they check out this game in Foxborough coming up week six, Patriots and Cowboys. Before I let you go, buddy, please let all of our listeners know where they can find you, your great work on uh, uh, the covering the Patriots, whether it be through patsfans.com or your work with the great podcast that you do. What can we look forward to in the coming days and weeks from the great pen and the great voice of Steve Balistrieri? Well, uh, thanks again for having me. I write for patsfans.com, as you mentioned. You can find me there anytime. I'm also on Twitter, at SteveB7SFG. We have a podcast uh, for Patriots 4th and 2 coming up later this afternoon. 
We'll be doing a live uh, StreamYard shot for that with Russ and uh, Russ Goldman and, and Derek Havens, and we'll be talking about the game. We're, we're, a lot of what we just discussed, we'll be talking about that. And then, of course, uh, on Monday, we'll be, uh, we'll be talking with Murph and Claire and Bob Sosi, the voice of the Patriots. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking about a Patriots win, and I know Claire will want to be you know, exultant and Hunter Henry scoring three touchdowns on Sunday. Absolutely, bud. And you know what? We always look forward to the great work that you got going on. And folks, please, I can't recommend highly enough checking out everything that Steve does, whether it be written work, podcasting. He always does it, and he always does top-notch work. So, my friend, what can I say? Uh, enjoy the game on Sunday. Thanks for stopping by. We look forward to breaking it down with you again here next week on Locked On Patriots. But in the meantime, continue to stay safe and well. And thanks again for lending your wisdom and counsel to Locked On Patriots the way only you can, my friend. Thank you very much. And just like that, Patriots fans, it is almost time for kickoff, but not before I provide my game prediction. And as Steve and I just talked about, the New England Patriots right now are facing a difficult task. Their biggest key is going to be to try to slow down Dak Prescott. Dak is such an effective passer and has so many weapons at his disposal, he can beat you in a number of different ways. But if the Patriots are to be successful against him, they're going to have to employ a very similar strategy to what we saw the Patriots do against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Load up the secondary with defensive backs, maybe play the three safety sets that they've been playing a lot of this year. That means a lot of Kyle Duggar, Adrian Phillips, and Devin McCourty. Pretty good dose of Jonathan Jones in the slot, and J.C. Jackson mostly matched up, I would say, against Amari Cooper, but don't be a bit surprised to see him perhaps matched up with C.D. Lamb at times, maybe even slotting over and covering Dalton Schultz from time to time. Bottom line, the Patriots need to stop Dallas offensively if they hope to be able to keep pace with the Cowboys when it comes to putting points on the board. That means that Mac Jones may have to get inventive and maybe test a little bit down the field. The Dallas Cowboys have a good secondary. They have one of the best cover corners in the game with Trayvon Diggs. But beyond Trayvon, this is a team that can surrender a lot of points through the air, as Steve and I discussed, allowing 311 air yards. If guys like Nelson Aguilar and maybe even Kendrick Bourne can get open deep, Mac Jones has got to be able to test that. He's got to take some shots down the field. Also, when they do get into short yardage situations, utilize the tight ends. That means Hunter Henry, and I believe a heavy dose of Jonu Smith. If the Patriots can do that and keep the Cowboys off balance, they have a shot in this one. And believe it or not, folks, I think they have it in them to pull this one off. I like the Patriots in this by a Nick Folk field goal, a final score of 20-17 to at Gillette Stadium in Week 6. So that's my prediction, but what is yours? Between now and kickoff, Please drop a line to the Locked On Patriots Twitter account at LO underscore Patriots and let us know what you think. And don't forget to be right back here on Monday where my man Murph and I will discuss all of the action that you saw on the field as the Pats get ready to take on the Cowboys. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Steve Balistrieri for joining me here on this weekend preview episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots your first listen every day and a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until Monday, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone, a great weekend, and enjoy the game on Sunday afternoon.